And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and listen to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. The Whistler. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, it's an eerie mystery on the Seal book from 1945. But it's time now for Movie Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular movies, and I'll try to name the movie while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? That's right, Carl. So I'm not going to be your favorite person right now, I'm afraid. Really? Good luck with this. Yes. Um, so <laughs> What? Is it musicals? Well, I'm going to call it Movies with Music. Movies with music. Mike's, right. Mike's saying good luck. So Right. So um, last time, you know, we focused a little more on Carl. This time it's a little more on Lisa. Mm. So we'll see how you do. Maybe you'll surprise us all. So it's like all. five Lisas in a row and then one Carl and then five more Lisas in a row. Um, no, the last few weeks I was focusing on you, but oh, okay. this one may not be your strongest category. It's not my cup of tea. I can tell be. you, you'll you'll get at least one of these. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, thanks, That's Mike. That's right. You will at least one. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I, well, the listeners are out there. They might like me. Musicals, so they are playing along. So That's right. So yeah. we'll all uh, learn together. Okay. Uh, the first movie with music is from 2008. I've never felt like this before. <laughs> honey, honey, how he thrills me. Uh-huh, honey, honey. Honey, honey, nearly kills me. Uh-huh, honey, honey. <laughs> I've heard about him before. Of course, I have no idea. Okay, well, your guesses might be um, entertaining. But I have an idea of a musical that I didn't see, and I'm just going to say it, and I'm going to say it every time that I don't know what it is. That will be your just your. So I'm going to say, "Mamma Mia." Mamma Mia is correct. Get out of here. <laughs> no, That's okay. not right. It is. It's Mamma Mia the movie. Get out of here. <laughs> I got it right. You did, but you can't use that one I anymore was because use it it's every right. Time. Yeah. So that's absolutely right because wow. it's based on the songs of. Man. Based on know. the songs of ABBA. Oh, okay. Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's with Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Amanda Seyfried, Meryl Streep. Those, I like all those people. Why would they do this movie? There's a sequel, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Mm. So if you really get into it, you can watch that one as well. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> so you'll, you'll probably get two of these right now. Right. Since now you got we're that at two. Right. I agree, Mike. We've I mean, got... I freaked you out, right? You, you kind of did. I got that, right? Right. Well, so... I didn't think it was it. I just know that well, there's a Mamma Mia in movie. in the back of your mind, you kind of recognized it there's a that lot of stuff back the there. the song mama mia that i i need in to there. call uh, you got junk 
you know, just to get rid of all that stuff back 1-800, there. One eight hundred, you got junk. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Carl secretly loves musicals. Yeah, right, maybe. right. And when he has so, nothing to do, that's just a whole big that's bluff. Right. It's a bluff. Yeah, a lot of you is a bluff. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, twenty seventeen musical. Is, it, is this like the Luan Morel Miranda guy or something like no, that? No, that's not Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh. No, but you like this guy. Is that Hugh Jackman? It was. That yes. was Hugh Jackman? Yes. Oh. Oh, wow, Carl, oh. you're going to surprise us all. What movie is this, Carl? Um, Hugh Jackman. Yes. Um, was it um, Come on. Les Miserables? Uh, he was in Les Miserables, wasn't he? Uh, no, it's not. I don't oh, know. I'm sorry. Where's the buzzer? Oh, that's not right. Okay. This is the greatest showman. Nah, I would right? have never. Uh, Hugh Jackman, Zach Efron, Michelle that. Williams, and Zendaya. Again, I like all those people. What are they right? doing? Right. It was movie? inspired by P.T. Barnum's creation of the Barnum's American Museum. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Uh, Star Trek. So let's make a movie about that. So yeah. it's a great movie. Okay. I thought it was interesting. I got one out of two. Okay. So no, far. no. You're going to get another one. Mike's right. Here we go. Okay. This this one's all for you. 2016. Oh, yeah. That's La La Land. It's La La Land. I love this movie. That's so funny because I didn't like it that much. Loved it. Yeah, this is not on my list of great movies. Sorry. It was great. I feel like maybe I'm the only one that did love it. So Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Yeah, how weird is this? So Lisa loves pretty much every musical. No, I don't I hate love them all. Pretty much every musical. And then the one I like, she doesn't like. Yeah, not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It did win Best Director and Best Actress for Emma Stone. Did I ding myself? No, you, okay, go ahead, there. ding yourself. There, there's a ding. You should ding yourself in private, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I do, generally. Okay, let's move on. So sorry. All right. All right. Um, next, 2012 musical. Getting paid is a forte each and every day. What year? 2012. You like this movie. Okay. I'm going to guess on. that that Let's is Pitch Perfect. It absolutely Holy is cow. Pitch Perfect. I'm on a Anna roll, Kendrick, man. this is a great night Woo. for you, Carl. Woo. So you know who's in this? Anna Kendrick, Rebel Wilson, Ben Platt, Elizabeth Banks. Another great cast. Yeah. And that was the Algar Acapella pitch Group, the, the Barden Bellas. There was Pitch I've Perfect. I've gotten three of these you so did. far. Wait, Carl, did you see Pitch Perfect 2 or Pitch Perfect 3? Um, I don't know. I saw one. I went this to the is... premiere of one of them in L.A. Oh, there you but go. I think it was, I think it was Pitch Perfect 3 that I saw. That was 2017. So yeah, that's about right. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Steve Stabler took me. He, was, um, he, he, he invited me. Oh, and I well, went. next yeah. time you can invite me. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. You're doing great, and you might even know the next one. This is the one for sure I think you'd get. Really? 2009. The way you make a 
Well, that's Michael Jackson. It sure is, but I need to know the name of this movie. The movie? Yeah, Um, it's a documentary. Yeah, so it's um, Michael, or it's called Um. Jackson, (laughs) or it's called... uh, Michael Jackson. (laughs) It's all... um, I'm going to give you... I'm going to give it to you. Well, is think, it like because... something? Um, I don't remember. Well, it's about Michael Jackson. It's, a, it's the Michael Jackson documentary. It is. It's called This Is It. Yeah. So uh, you're, you're like, close. Come on. Be nice. I'm going to give you three quarters of it for uh, that. Three quarters. Three quarters. She, had to, she had to nick me for a quarter. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just hey, a... she could have just given you half. That's true. Yeah. I was being generous Nicked because me. you bought me a cake for today. <laughs> so um, <laughs> this was his rehearsals in preparation for the concert that was scheduled on July 13th, 2009. Yeah. But canceled did his death 18 days prior on June 25th. Oh, wow. So anyhow, mm-hmm. that was that. All right. We're going to move on to the last one. You might get it. Think hard. Go back to the crevices of your brain. Mm. This is 2019. Long journey to go back there. What year? Well, this is uh, based on uh, this is this is from 2019, but it's based on a 1981 musical by Andrew Lloyd Webber. This is the 2019 movie of it, and you know who's singing too. Another great cast. So it's like a read. It's a it's a movie based on a musical. Oh, this okay. is the movie. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Webber. Yeah. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, I know, did like um, Beauty and the Beast, or not Beauty and the Beast, but he did. Um... Well, I'm not going to say. So you have to make a guess and go with it. Just commit. I'm going to say the Sound of Music. I don't know. So sorry that this music is so far superior to the music um, in the sound. Well, give me music. one more guess. Um, okay. Andrew Lloyd Webber. Who, who's singing, Carl? I don't know. Okay. I don't know who that is. Okay. Who is it? It's Jennifer Hudson. Oh. Um. So think about this cast, Carl. This Judy Dench. I don't know. We gotta. We gotta okay. wrap it. What I, is it? I don't know. This is Cats. Oh. That was Memory by uh, Jennifer Hudson. Okay, well, um, it, it was, okay, great music, anyhow. Would have never, All ever, All right, but you ever, did really well. Never got it. Well, next time you'll guess cats. But I got three out of five or you, six. Three something out of six. like that. Three, three and a three. three and 500? And, would you I, have ever said I was going to be 500? Wait a second, I think one was three quarters, just to be okay. clear. Okay, yeah. all right, whatever. Okay. All right, when we come back, <laughs> it's the sealed book. Uh, good job, Lisa. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. We'll be right back. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. We posted another unauthorized video for your edification. It's at our Facebook page, Hollywood 360. So when you go to Facebook, just search Hollywood 360 radio and you'll see another unauthorized video, right, Lisa? Right, Carl and I took it just moments before the radio show started. Uh, It just gives you a little uh, glimpse into our world. Yeah, check it out. Please like us when you go there. We want to build our likes on our Facebook page. All right, time for uh, the sealed book. You know, we're uh, Halloween's right around the corner, Lisa. And, uh, in fact, next week we'll have our uh, annual Halloween show, but we're uh, leading up to Halloween with some scary programming and We're going to start things off with the sealed book. This was a mystery and terror series. 
It aired for one season in 1945. It was produced and directed by Jacques McGregor. That's a cool name, Jacques. Jacques. McGregor. Jacques McGregor. And he was probably uh, from um, where? From Ireland, maybe? McGregor. Maybe. Yeah, but Jacques sounds French. Jacques. Like Jacques Cousteau. J-O-C-K. Oh, and I thought it was J-O-C-K. No. Yeah, no. Okay. Philip Clark was the mysterious silent keeper of the sealed book in which is recorded all the secrets and mysteries of mankind throughout the ages. And the scripts were by Robert A. Arthur and David Kogan, the same two guys that uh, gave us the mysterious traveler, and the strange Dr. Weird. This is called Till Death Do Us Part from July 8th, 1945. Here's part one now of the sealed book. The sealed book. Once again, the keeper of the book has opened the ponderous door to the secret vault, wherein is kept the great sealed book, in which is recorded all the secrets and mysteries of mankind through the ages. Here are tales of every kind, tales of murder, of madness, of dark deeds, strange and terrible beyond all belief. Keeper of the book, I would know what tale we tell this time. Open the great book and let us read. Slowly, the great book opens. One by one, the keeper of the book turns the pages and stops. Ah, the strange story of a man who hated his wife because she loved him too much, with a love that even death could not extinguish. A tale called, Till Death Do Us Part. Here is the tale, Till Death Do Us Part, as it is written in the sealed book. The story begins in the pleasant suburban home of Chris and Blanche Worthy. It is late at night. And the moonlight shining through the window shows Chris Worthy tossing and turning in his sleep, suffering from a nightmare, a nightmare about his wife. Chris, darling, you really must put on this jacket. It's getting chilly. Oh, really, Blanche, I don't need it. Oh, all right. Very well. Your wife is on the phone, Mr. Worthy. Lance, this is the fifth time you've called me this morning. Chris, your wife is waiting in your office for him. Darling, it looks like rain. I brought your raincoat. Lance, you know there isn't a cloud in the sky. You've got to stop this coming to the office all the time. Your wife is on the phone, Mr. Worthy. Uh, Lance is waiting in your office for you, Chris. Darling, I've come to drive you home. Mrs. Uh, Worthy is on the phone, sir. Chris, is there something I can tell your wife? Waiting. No, 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 why won't you leave me alone for a while? Leave me alone. Chris, Chris, darling, wake up. You're having another nightmare. What? Oh, 
Blanche. Oh, you were having a nightmare, dear. I awakened you. Oh, yes, yes, I remember now. It was all so real. Can I get you something, darling? No, it isn't necessary. Perhaps a glass of warm milk might help. Please, Blanche, I don't want anything. Well, now, don't you think you'd better see a doctor, dear? Yeah. You've been having these nightmares for several weeks now. A doctor can't help me. Blanche, we can't go on this way. Can't go on what way? What do you mean? I've never been able to tell you, but I will now. I can't stand living with you. Can't stand living with me. But, Chris, I love you. Yes, I know, I know you love me, but it's an inhuman love. Your love is so overwhelming, it's smothering me at every step. I must have a divorce. No, Chris. I'll never give you a divorce. For two years I fought to get you. Did everything to prevent your marriage to Anne Ballon. I have you now. And I'm going to keep you. Even knowing how I feel about you? Yes. My love for you, Chris, is greater than my pride. Oh, please, darling, let's not say any more. You'll feel better in the morning. I'll never feel better. Not while we're together. Blanche, when I get dressed, I'm going to move to a hotel. I'm leaving you. Darling, you're being ridiculous. Please go back to bed. No, I can't live with you and I won't. I'm leaving you for good. Oh, Chris, you're funny. Oh, darling. <laughs> Your wife is outside, Chris, waiting to see you. Oh, no, not again. I'm afraid so, Chris. I can't go on this way. Day after day, she phones every hour, comes down here to see me. Well, now, perhaps you'd better see her, Chris. Maybe you can reach an amicable agreement with no, her. No, not with Blanche. Martin, there's only one way out for me. I must leave town, disappear. Leave town? What's your business? That doesn't matter now. Nothing matters but to be free. I'm leaving the running of the business in your hands. Yes, but where are you going? I haven't decided yet. All I know is it's going to be someplace far away. Someplace where even Blanche can't find me. Come in, Chris. Hello, Tuppy. Glad you remember me. I sure do. You were the best tackle Yale ever had outside of myself. <laughs> well, what are you doing in Texas? Looking for a job. Looking for a job. Are you kidding? What about that flourishing business you've got back in New York? I've left it and everything else behind. My name is Richard Keller now. Chris, you haven't gotten into a jam. I mean, the law isn't after you, is it? No, Tuffy, the law isn't after me. It's a personal matter. Oh. Well, sit down. Tell me about it. Tuffy, I'd rather not talk about it. No, not just now. Sure, Chris, I understand. Well, can you give me a job as Richard Keller? Can I give you a job? Why, this company's dying on its feet for men like you. You're hired. Well, this is room 313. Will you send up a waiter, please? Oh, and the morning paper. Thank you. Well, it's fast service. Come in. Hello, darling. Blanche. Yes, darling. How are you? I changed my name. I traveled all over the West before coming here. Never told anyone where I was. How did you find me? Oh, I love you, Chris. No matter where you went or how far it was, I'd find you. What do you want? Oh, I want you to come home. No. 
Never. I'm not coming back, and that's final. But, Chris, I'm your wife, and I love you. Oh, just give me another chance, darling. I'll do whatever you want me to if you'll only come home. No, it'll just be the same thing all over again. No, it won't, dear. I'll change. Really, I will. Do you remember your objecting to my calling you every hour at the office? Well, I promise I won't anymore. You mean that? Yes, Chris, I do. Won't you please come home? All right, all right. We'll have another try at it. But this is the last time. Oh, Chris, you'll never regret it. Gentlemen, this is to inform you that your order of the 25th was shipped... No, I... I'll answer it, Miss Nelson. Hello? Hello, darling. How are you? Blanche! Oh, just a minute. Are we all, Miss Nelson? We'll finish the letter later. Yes, Mr. Worthy. Blanche, this is the fourth time you've called this morning. The one thing you promised you wouldn't do. But I only wanted to know if you wanted me to drive in and pick you up. Oh, I'm sorry, dear, if I've upset you. You say that every time you call. I see now that I'll never be rid of the sound of your voice till death parts us. Death. Please, darling, say you aren't angry with me. You know I love you. Chris. Chris. Till death do us part. She would have died. I'd be free. Free. I could answer the phone. I know it wasn't she. Hello? But darling, what happened? Well, we were disconnected, dear. Oh. Oh, Chris, I thought something might have happened to you. No, I'm all right, dear. I'm sorry I spoke so harshly to you before. Oh, you know I don't mind, Chris. It's your nerves. You work too hard. Yes. You know, I think I need a vacation. What do you say if you and I go away for a few days? Oh. Go to the seashore? Try some deep-sea fishing? Oh. Chris, darling, it'll be wonderful. No, so they have a gong and also right. an organ. That's the so there's one guy or girl he's sitting there with the gong, you know, holding the gong. Right. And then there's another person playing the organ. That's all the music for these shows. This is mutual. They didn't, I don't even, well, they did have an orchestra on Mutual, but primarily these shows just had an organ. And um, Philip Clark is the host, but there's no cast. Uh, like, there was no cast associated with uh, any of the information on this show. But I can tell from listening, I'm pulling a Carl Shadow right now, that that guy is Lon Clark. And uh, Lon Clark played Nick Carter, Master Detective. And that would make sense because this is a Mutual show. Nick Carter, Master Detective, was a mutual show. And uh, I'm pretty positive Lon Clark is in this cast, Lisa. What do you think of that? I, I believe, I'm going to believe you. And I'm a fan of the gong. I think it's a, a good addition to the show. I like the gong, too. Gong Remember you. the gong show? <laughs> I sure do. I love the gong show. <laughs> All right, so we're listening to The Sealed Book, July 8th, 1945, Till Death Do Us Part, starring Lon Clark. There you go. I'm telling you right I'll now. I'll take your word for All right, it. All right, we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Carl Amari. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, The Whistler, and Abbott and Costello, consider joining the Classic Radio Club. Each month, members receive 10 of the greatest classic radio shows of all time. As curator, the 10 shows I select will be the best sound quality and the most popular, along with a rare show sprinkled in to add to the fun. I'll also send you historical liner notes, plus photos of the radio stars. Members also receive an email each week with a link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show. The links never expire, so you can listen to Hollywood 360 whenever you'd like. The first month membership fee is only $1, with each additional month under $10. And you can cancel at any time with no obligation. By joining the Classic Radio Club, you're supporting this show, so we thank you very much. Join the Classic Radio Club at ClassicRadioClub.com. That's ClassicRadioClub.com. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Don't forget that the November newsletter is coming out really, really soon. If you have not signed up for your free Hollywood 360 newsletter, what are you waiting for? It's absolutely free. It's as free as air, you know? Right, Lisa? Right. The air, the air that I breathe. Yeah. and um, All you need is the air that I breathe. So we, we put a lot of effort into the newsletter. We, uh, it looks really great. It comes out the first of every month, and we have um, contributors to it. Lisa is one of them. Barry Rickert, Carl Shadow, uh, Martin Grams, myself. We write articles that I think you'll love. They're generally about classic radio, although Lisa writes about music. True. She needs to be different. You I know, do. You know, you know <laughs> Maybe you know, I just am a little different. Yeah, I'll say. <laughs> and, um, and then we uh, give you the full schedule of all the shows that we are airing each and every week here on Hollywood 360, plus a few other fun things. There's links to hear links, things. Links, photos, and, all sorts yeah. of great, uh, so, great stuff. if you want to get the newsletter... It's sent automatically to you every first of the month. And uh, as I said, again, I'll repeat, it's free. Just go to Hollywood360radio.com. Hollywood360radio.com. Very top of the website is how you can sign up for the free newsletter. And when you're at the website, check out the um, podcast. You can sign up for the podcast, get the full five-hour show sent to you each and every Monday. Which is so, it's so convenient, isn't it, Lisa? Yes. People yes. really love it. I get all kinds of emails and people text me and things and say, wow, I love getting the podcast. It's so great to get the full right. show. Well, people mention all the time that their station doesn't necessarily play the full five hours. Where can I get it? This is where you can do it. Yeah. I mean, we make it, it's, I mean, perfect quality. Mike does an amazing job. I don't know how he does it with all the bubble baths he takes. I don't know where he finds the time to do it. But, uh, I mean, the guy is in the bubble bath all the time when I call him. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm in the bubble bath. Right. Um, so he, he Have makes it. Have you ever it, stopped over there when he no, was? No, oh. I would rather not, oh. you know. Just because um, you mentioned let it him lot, have so. his Let him have his, uh, his, his time alone. Okay. Uh, but uh, the podcast that Mike puts together, I got to tell you, Mike, it sounds great. And it comes to you automatically every Monday. Imagine the full show, because not many radio stations carry the full five hours. I mean, right. maybe a fraction of the 100-plus radio stations carry the full five hours. So our listeners out there are not getting the full five-hour show. So subscribe to the Hollywood 360 podcast. You will get that sent to you each and every Monday. The links never expire. So even if you don't listen to it that week, you can go back and listen to it anytime you want. And we now include 
our Radio Rarities podcast on there as well. It's at the very end. You get the full five hours of Hollywood 360, then the 35-minute Radio Rarities podcast. And that's uh, Lisa and I talking about a uh, rare classic radio show, and we play the show. It's very cool. I um, I implore you to check it out. Go to Hollywood360radio.com and sign up for the free newsletter, and hopefully you'll want to join and um, and get the uh, uh, the podcast sent to you each and every week of Hollywood 360. All right. We're listening to scary radio shows, Lisa, because Halloween is right around the corner. We're tuning into the sealed book, Till Death Do Us Part, starring Lon Clark. Lon Clark is in I this show. You. July 8th, 1945. Here's the conclusion. And now to continue the story. Till death do us part, as it is written in the sealed book. Having made his plans with care, Chris Werby has taken his wife Blanche to the seashore for a holiday. And in a rented motorboat with fishing tackle spread about them, they are now far out from shore. Just Chris and Blanche. I think we're far enough out now. I'll shut off the motor. Yeah. Looks like a good spot. Oh, Chris, it's wonderful out here on the water. And I have you all to myself here. That's what you've always wanted, isn't it, Blanche? To have me all to yourself. Yes, darling. Oh, Chris, look. There's smoke coming out of the engine hatch. The boat is on fire. Yes, you're right. Flames are shooting out of the hatch. The whole boat is catching fire. Blanche, you'll have to swim for it. Oh, the gasoline tank is liable to explode any second. But, Chris, you know I can't swim, and we're a mile from shore. I'll keep you afloat until another fishing boat comes to our rescue. I'll jump first, and then you follow. But, Chris... It's our only chance. Chris, I'm frightened. Someone on shore must have heard the explosion and seen the smoke. Why don't some boats come? No boats are going to come for you, darling. Chris, what are you saying? When the boats do arrive, they're only going to find me. Chris, you wouldn't let me drown. Oh, wouldn't I? I tried to reason with you. And when that didn't work, I ran away. But you wouldn't let me alone. Well, this is the only way I'll ever be free of you. You can't do it, Chris. You can't. I love you. It's the only way I can get rid of you, so we're parting now, forever. This time, you won't follow me. I won't let you go. I won't. But you will. Don't break that grip. You've been a millstone around my neck long enough. There. Chris, don't let me drown. Save me. This is the end, do you hear? I'm free. I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. She's gone. I'm free. Free at last. Forever. Excuse me, Chris, but there's a Miss Ballon to see you. A Miss Ballon? Anne Ballon? Yes. Oh, show her in. All right. Anne. Oh, Chris. Anne, it's wonderful seeing you again. Oh, it's been five years. Six? You left Owensville in 1938. Six years. Good deals happened in that time. Yes. Oh, I've just learned that you lost Blanche a year ago, Chris. I want you to know how sorry I am. Oh, thank you, Anne. But tell me, how's everyone in Owensville? Well, you might have paid us a visit. Owensville is still only a hundred miles away. Well, I've always meant to return for a visit, but 
After the way I broke our engagement and married Blanche, I was afraid you'd oh, feel... Oh, Chris, you mustn't feel that way. I got over that long ago. Well, how long are you in town for? I'll have you know I am now a resident of this fair metropolis, as of yesterday. I have a job here. Well, that's wonderful. You may not know it, but you're going to see a good deal of me. In fact, don't be surprised if I propose to you again. Mighty soon. house the new bride ever had. Well, if you'll carry me across the threshold, Mrs. Worthy, you can see what it looks like inside. <laughs> I should be delighted to. Hey! <laughs> oh, Chris, it's a lovely present. But you shouldn't spend all that money. What are you talking about? We're married one week today. Oh, Chris, I'm so glad we found each other again at last. We're going to be so happy together. Why, Sidney Rand. I thought I recognized you. How are you, Chris? Why, I haven't seen you since you left Owensville. Good to see you, Sidney. How are the folks back home? Fine, just fine. I suppose you heard about Ann Ballon. What can you tell me about Ann Ballon that I don't already know? Well, I guess this will come as a shock to you, Chris, seeing you were engaged to her once. Ann died last month. What did you say? Ann Ballon died a month ago. Why, that's impossible, Sidney. You're wrong. Chris, I wouldn't joke about a thing like that. I was at the funeral myself with Sam Morris. But that couldn't be. It all happened so sudden. They never did find out what it was she died from. It certainly was a shock. Ann was so young and beautiful. Now she's dead. It couldn't be. It couldn't be. Chris, what's the matter with you? Chris, why are you so... Dead a month. But Anne came to New York just a month ago. And she married me. She's alive, beautiful, everything I've ever wanted. Oh, Sidney's wrong. They buried someone else, another Anne Ballon. Yes, that must be it. Anne's home, waiting for me, waiting for me. I was at the funeral myself with Sam Morris. Sam Morris. Yes. Operator, I want to put in a long-distance call to Owensville, Pennsylvania. I'd like to speak to Sam Morris. I don't know his number, but... Hello, Sam. Sam Morris? Yes, speak it. Uh, who's this? Chris Werby. You remember me, Sam. I used to live right next Why, door... Of course I remember you, Chris. How are you? Oh, fine, thank you. Sam, I, I, I want to ask you something. Sure, what is it? How, how is Ann Ballon? Ann Ballon? Yes. Well, didn't you hear, Chris? She's been dead for over a month. Are you sure? Am I sure? I was at her funeral. But, Sam, couldn't they have buried someone else by mistake? Well, hardly, Chris. I saw her in the coffin just before they laid her way in the family plot. Chris! Chris! Are you there? 
couldn't be, Andy. Fade away? It couldn't be. There's someone else lying in the barren plot. Must be someone else. Must be. I'll drive out there now. I'll find out who it is. And now to continue the story, Till Death Do Us Part, as it is written in the sealed book. After driving frantically for hours, Chris has reached Owensdale, his hometown. And on the outskirts of town, at the entrance to the ancient cemetery, he is arguing with the old caretaker, who has come to the door in nightshirt and trousers. But I tell you, I have to know tonight. Can't you understand? I only want to know if a girl by the name of Ann Ballin is buried here. Look, mister, it's almost midnight. I can't go looking through any records now. You, you, you'll have to come back in the morning. Please. I'll give you $20 if you look it up for me uh, now. Uh, $20? <clears throat> All right, come in. Thank you. Uh, what did you say that name was? Ann Ballin. Uh, let's see... B, B, yeah, here we are, B, and Ballin, yeah, 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 she, she's here, buried in the Ballin family plot, interred June 26, oh. section 15, plot 5. Can't be, can't be. Yeah, what'd you say? I must see that grave opened. Uh, you'll have to get a court order for that, mister. I want to see it now, tonight. I'll give you $500 to open that grave. You must be crazy, mister. It's against the law. Listen, I don't want the body. I merely want to look at it. Would $1,000 make it worth the risk? Uh, $1,000? Yes, $1,000. You'll never make it easier, $1,000. We'll be finished by dawn. Well, well. Uh, $1,000, huh? <clears throat> All right, I'll do it. We should reach the coffin. Blast that moon. Anybody comes past this graveyard, they can see us. You don't have to worry about anyone being around at three in the morning. Keep digging. We shouldn't be disturbing the dead. Rest in peace. That's what the minister always says. There, I've reached it. The coffin. Quick, quick, help me clear all the... Clear all this earth off it so I can open the lid. All right. Anything to get this over with. Hurry. Hurry up. There. There, that's enough. All right, now hold up the lantern. I'll open it. All right. There you are. Now go ahead. There. It's unlocked. Bill, what are you waiting for? Go ahead and open it. All right. Stand back a bit. It's... It's empty. Yes, empty. Empty. I knew she couldn't be buried here. She's alive, do you hear? Anne's alive! Anne! Anne, where are you? Here I am, Chris. Oh, Anne... It's good to feel you in my arms. Oh, why, Chris, you act as though you never expected to see me again. Well, there was a moment when I thought I wouldn't. You remember Sidney Rand, don't you? Sidney Rand? 
Well, yes, of course. Well, last evening as I was coming out of my office building, I bumped into her. And she started telling me all the news of Owensville. And then she told me that you'd been dead a month. That I'd been dead a month? Yes. And when I got home, you weren't here. Well, darling, it was only my running out of gas that kept me from being home when you arrived. Well, I should have known it was something like that. But I got panicky. Called Sam Morris long distance, and he too said you were dead. It must have gone haywire after that. For I took the first train to Owensville. Chris, you didn't. Yes, I'm afraid I did. Went to the cemetery where your family's buried. And there I found your grave. Yours. Mine? Yes. And the tombstone had your name on it. Ann Bellin. What did you do then? I paid the caretaker to help me dig up the coffin. And when we opened it, we found it empty. <laughs> Ann, what is it? Why are you laughing like that? Ann! Chris, Ann Bellin is dead. Ann, you know what you're saying. You're Ann Bellin. No, Chris, I'm not. Look deeply into my eyes, darling. Don't you recognize me? Recognize you? Yes. Don't you know who I am, darling? Do you remember that day at sea? I told you I'd never leave you, remember? No, it can't be. Your Anne, your Anne. Close your eyes, Chris. Just listen to my voice. Don't you recognize me, darling? Blanche. Yes, Blanche. Blanche and Anne's body. Because mine was lost at sea. No, it can't be. It can't be. But it is, Chris. I couldn't come back in my own body, so I killed Anne to get this one. You killed Anne? Yes, Chris. And then took her body. I did it so that you and I could be together again. No. Forever, darling. Together. Forever. Yes, forever. No. Oh, no. I'll never leave you, darling. Never. 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 And that is the tale of Chris and Blanche Worthy till death do us part, as it is written in the sealed book. When Chris was sure that Blanche had indeed returned to him, even from the grave, he tried to escape by seeking death himself, throwing himself into the sea from an ocean liner. Weeks later, his body was cast up on the shore, tightly clasped in the dead arms of the body of a woman later identified as Blanche. So they are buried now, side by side, together forever. And now, keeper of the book, before you close the great volume, show us the tale we tell next time. This one. Yes. The amazing story of a man who stole millions and then found he had to steal himself a new face so he could protect those millions, but who discovered that his new face brought with it murder and sudden death. A tale titled, The Man with the Stolen Face. Be sure to be with us again next time when the sound of the great gong heralds another strange and exciting tale from The Sealed Book. The Sealed Book 
Written by Bob Arthur and David Cogan, is produced and directed by Jock McGregor. Chuck McGregor. What do you think of that, yeah, Lisa? Yeah, you didn't say it like that. Though. Chuck McGregor. And that's the sealed book, Till Death Do Us Part. Um, yeah, I don't know. That was creepy, right? Yeah. Very creepy. Uh, July 8th, 1945. Philip Clark is the host. Lon Clark. I am positive that was Lon Clark, Lisa. I pulled a Carl Shadow on you right there. Um, July 8th, 1945. Hope you enjoyed that. Time for This Month in Music History. And we are going back to the 1980s with some great songs. Let's start with I wasn't with this even one. alive yet. Oh, I know, me neither. That's the police. Yep. Speaking of the police, I got a ticket this week. <laughs> you, I not didn't want ha- to say anything. I'm not happy. I didn't, not want to, happy. I didn't want to divulge the information. Not but. happy at all with Arlington Heights Police gave me a ticket. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> that's what they all say. And that's the title, Every Little Thing She Does is Magic by the Police. It's from their album Ghost in the Machine, hit number three on the charts in 1981. I am such a big supporter of the police. Here we go. I am all about the police, right? When they started this whole defund the police thing, I was like, are you people crazy, right? I mean, police are super important. But I'm mad at the Arlington Heights police right now. That's Illinois, by the way. I am mad. I did nothing wrong. Doesn't everybody say that when they're pulled over? I was not speeding. It was not a speeding ticket. You want to tell everybody now that you started? I'm aggravated right now. Very aggravated. I can hear it in your voice. Arlington Heights police, I'm mad at you. Very mad at you. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. I mean, I haven't had a ticket in like 35 years, and then the Arlington Heights Police Department well, gives me a ticket. It's a big mystery. And Give us a clue. I did nothing wrong. All right, what did you do? Not happy. Anyway, right. in our next hour, the Mole Mystery Theater from 1946. Plus, we'll play Beat the Host. That's right. What are we doing, Carl? It's uh, all about Loretta Lynn, it's who passed Loretta away Lynn. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you'd like to call and be on the air, give us a call. 312-642-5600. We're looking for caller number 14. And it's true, it's true or false, so it's really true easy. True Super play the easy. Game. Have Win a fun. prize. 312-642-5600. We'll see you soon. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the way showers who will help your journey a lot easier.